Fire. Fireside Chats. This show is created for adult audiences only. Our show notes include content warnings and other helpful information. We strongly recommend taking a moment to assess the situation before continuing. Let's begin. Welcome campers to this week's Fireside Chat. This week we had the pleasure of sitting down with author, co-host of the Moth Boys podcast, and dear friend of the show, Matthew Shang. We discussed divisions in the paranormal community, the role of skeptics, and the magic of Appalachia. But above all, we discussed their recently released book, The White Monsters of Sherman, New York. Go and support Matt and the Moth Boys in everything they do. You both deserve it. But for now, sit back, relax, and enjoy this fireside chat with Matthew Shang. All right. Matthew Shang, welcome back to the show. Hey, glad <laughs> to be back. I'm glad to be back. Yeah. You know? um, good. How you been? been good. What's up? I've been, I've been really good. I've, it's good. been a long time since you've been on, man. Yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, was I one of your early or earlier guests? Yeah. I think Ooh. you were probably in like the first 10. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Man, in there. that's wild. We yeah. are. We. You. You guys are killing it, though. You're. You're. You're pumping out those episodes. They're great. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, it's weird the way we do it. It almost feels like we're running two different shows at the same mm-hmm. time. You know, because we have the main episodes on Tuesdays and then these interviews every Friday. So like, I'm. Well, you're killing it. This is. This is. This is like. And the stuff you you cover is just like so cool. You just started covering true crime. Yep. And you're stoked about that. I, can I am. Tell. Yeah, I really am. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm. The only thing that like, I'm. Hmm, how do I say this? Because the fireside chats are mostly centered around hearing other people's experiences or talking to other creators in the space. Yeah. And I've so I've been thinking about like what is the best way to to like include some of the true crime stuff into the fireside chats also, right? Mm-hmm. And I've just I've been like brainstorming that for the last few weeks now. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how we're gonna go about that. Hmm. You'll figure it out. Yeah. 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 I I have noticed there's a huge difference in the like um the pure true crime podcasts in their presence on social media is very different than the like than the group of peers we've been connected to. You yeah. know? They're, oh, they're yeah. almost like mini news channels. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, it's true crime has uh, you know, I think um I think um humans have just always been there's something innate that like attracts us to the macabre, right? Yeah. So like, there's coliseums like we would watch people kill each other yeah. uh, for entertainment. Public uh, hangings. We'd have public hangings, yeah. uh, burnings, um, football, UFC, hockey. Yeah. These yeah. violent sports. Everyone is just so fascinated with. It's just there's there's something there's something about it. Um, I can't explain it, but it's something definitely ingrained in us that we 
even even action movies right sure. hyper violent action movies people yeah. are like someone gets their uh, face kicked off if someone gets their face kicked <laughs> off everyone's like hell yeah dude yeah you know yeah. it's so, crazy it's wild mm-hmm. i mean i think it's probably good that we have that now right yeah because I think that's where we get out like our weird violent impulses <laughs> yeah. is through fiction now <laughs> instead of actually watching people burn at the stake. You know right. What I mean? Right. Yeah. You've got like the crank movies and John Wick exactly. and all that good stuff. Yeah. Dude, the crank movies very <sighs> underrated. He gets lit on well, he, he doesn't he electric like doesn't he catch on fire? He like electrocutes yep. himself. Yep. Yeah. Dude. Those are great movies. Those are they underrated are. action movies. Yes. The second crank in particular, the high voltage one. Oh yeah. Dude, it's man. <laughs> it's so under it's so wild. When he's when he what is it? It's like I wonder is it when he catch yeah, it's when he catches fire. He's like so amped, he's like hallucinating dolphins and like rainbows yes. and stuff over his head, and I'm like, this is the wildest thing I've ever seen. Yep. Doesn't yeah. he at one point in that in that movie become gigantic like Godzilla size oh yeah and he yeah fights someone in the, the city. second the second one was really like campy yeah. and goofy and like yep. that's why I love it so much because yeah. they, they really went for it yeah uh, but yeah, yeah good 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 job man super thank proud you. of uh, of you and Ryan thank you we it's it's hard work <laughs> it really is it's a lot again uh, like like us being a moth boys being a podcast for four and a half years we've only released like 96 or 97 episodes yeah it's a lot i know it's yeah. a lot and and i i tip my hat to you for releasing as many episodes as you do thank you thank you we just dropped episode 98 of the main show today <laughs> so that's crap. that's not even counting the fireside chats how how long you've been podcasting for um, year and a half. Jeez, <laughs> brother, you're embarrassing me. I apologize. Um, no, that's good. You, you guys are, you know, you're Dude. on a roll. You've got, you've got this, you've got this going. I, I appreciate. Just that. don't get I burned think, out. You, yeah, but it seems like you found your. Yeah, we have a groove, groove for sure. It's, I, I think what's really impressive about what you guys do is the fact that you guys. Or I may be wrong, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like, as a viewer and as a friend of you guys, I feel like you guys make a show when you want to make a show. Mm-hmm. Like, that's pretty much it. Yeah. And you can tell when you're listening to the show that there's no pressure. There's no, you know, no one's super stressed about mm-hmm. the the show. You guys are just together. You're talking about cool shit. You have a good time for, you know, 45 minutes, hour and a half, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And you put it out yeah and i yeah. think i think that shows in the fact that you like you said you guys have put out 96 episodes in four years or so right and yeah. you guys have like a fucking crazy cult following we like, do we people, have your fans are awesome they are they uh we we just yeah we've got this cult following the our uh, our the list our listeners are very um, dedicated. Yes. We try and put one out every two weeks, but sometimes, you know, um, 
you know, we're traveling or we just kind of want to do whatever. But yeah, each yeah. episode, each episode, there's like zero pressure. Um, we're all pretty just relaxed. Um, yeah. And, and, and yeah, I'm, uh, I'm just thankful we have all the listeners because like as a cryptid podcast, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to catch treading, but then a comedy cryptid podcast is even sure. more difficult. And yeah. so, but we're just thankful. Cause it's like, who loves this stuff, but also doesn't take it all that seriously. Yeah. Right. Cause there's a lot of people that take it very, very seriously. Yeah. yeah. Um, too, too seriously. Between you and I and everyone listening, of course, yeah. um, those people need to chill the fuck out. Honestly. Like, it's Honestly, exhausting. I wish I cared about something that much. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's, it's, it, they'll fight you. They'll fight yeah. you for it. And Absolutely. And it's, it's funny. It's funny when I hear people arguing over, like, the, like, woo Bigfoot and, like, the flesh and blood Bigfoot. Because yep. I'm just like, yeah, but there's, like, also the possibility that it's neither Mm-hmm. Or it doesn't exist, or mm-hmm. and, and it's 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 funny that there are like Bigfoot experts, and it's like, yeah, what the fuck are, are you? What what are you an expert? Yeah, what have you come across that all of us don't know already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, honestly, mm-hmm. it should take about two days of googling to get a Bigfoot degree. Yep, you know what I'm I mean. Gonna you I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna start all. a school, like an online school, and what I'll do is I will. Um, just send people diplomas. Just like yeah. I don't know, give me no like work. like shipping, and then yeah. I'll send you a diploma. I'll create it, and whatever you want, any cryptid you <laughs> want to be, any expert in any cryptid or paranormal area. There you, you go, it. buddy. Yep, dude. It's there, what's yeah. funny is there are actual online degrees you can get in cryptozoology. Did you know okay. that? No, I kind of want one. (laughs) Yeah, there's like actual coursework. What? Which is yeah. Never mind. I'm out. It's wild. It's dude. It's crazy. I I don't. That's the that's the that's the thing though. Good. I'm I'm glad that we have people trying to figure out the truth. But like, um, that's cool and all. But I just like to have fun with it. And um, and honestly, I think all of it is just beyond our knowing of science so um, i think so too i think i i mean i'm a person who considers it more of a more of a sociological mm. you know experiment right the whole thing yeah um i don't you, know you, it's uh go ahead. yeah yeah I, I i i'll i'll say yes to that but also like maybe it's just maybe these things aren't even from here like maybe it's all connected maybe none of it's from here and maybe it's it's from a place where um it's biology is like created from things that are just way beyond our knowing you know like because we have a top off to what we know right like and that's 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 why you know sometimes it's important to bring a skeptical mind to things but never to be a skeptic. Yeah, agreed. I, I always like to push that because skeptics will automatically dismiss things um, yep. because it doesn't make sense to them. 
Yeah. Right. And it doesn't have to make sense to them. It, it, if these things are a part of our world, they're a part of the natural world. Right. So like that's that's what's that's what's weird. Right. Is like I don't understand why things are supernatural and like ultra natural sure. or whatever. I don't know. Because yeah. um, if it's a part of this world or or just nature it's just natural right it's sure it's just something we don't know yeah um but what makes it super because it could just be following a form of like a certain law of nature that we don't quite know about or you know what i mean like it's it's uh it's all we're all a part of it um whatever it is i think that's right i think that's right i um you know it's like the classic the classic example of something that exists in a two-dimensional space can't comprehend the third-dimensional space, right? right. Like, yeah. Yep. It's <clears throat> Absolutely. And there's no way it ever could, Mm-mm. right? So, I, yeah, it's it's just, but there, there's a lot of there's a lot of um, you know, there's a lot of folks who. And I was like this at one point when I was young, you know. I used to I used to think that I knew everything about the natural world. Yeah. And um and then stuff happens to you and you realize you don't. Yeah. I I I love being there's nothing more that that I love than being told, you know, that doesn't follow the laws of science. Mm-hmm. By someone who has like a discovery channel level knowledge of science. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is ninety percent of the people saying that. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. Ugh. It's uh, it, it's 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 wild when I understand about like misunderstanding things, but like when you are promoting yourself as someone who is uh, highly trained or highly educated in one area. Mm-hmm. If you're projecting that, let's hope you have the actual info to like back that up, you know, yep. because everyone can read, everyone can read the, the, you know, the tagline of a Facebook article, you know yes. what I mean? And, um, yeah, it, it, there's a, there's a, there's, there's a, a whole, a whole lot of that. I think, I think actually telling or just reminding yourself that there are things bigger than us yeah and i'm not i'm not saying i'm not saying deity wise but i'm saying there are just things that are beyond us and bigger than us and there's nothing we can do about it and it's kind of humbling just kind of just knowing that that's a reality like we're not the center of the universe um i mean and Best case scenario, you're a node in a gigantic net of consciousness. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, which you could never hope to to even view in its entirety, let alone understand. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and, and and but honestly, like you know, anyone who's just diving into this, just like have lots of fun with it yeah. because it it's not meant to be understood. it's just it's just just experienced um, it's just experienced and they're 
anomalous. There's no way to to scientifically back it up. Sure. And, uh, you know, in, yeah. unless you know someone shoots an interdimensional Bigfoot and and it doesn't phase out of existence before it dies, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, it, it's just have fun, have fun with it because life is way too short. Life's way yeah. too short to to be serious about this stuff. It's 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 good to have passions and things, but you yeah. know, just I think, have fun with it because it's it's there. It's there for that. Yeah, know? I agree. I cu- I couldn't agree more. It, it's all about okay from from the time I've spent reading, you know, encounters, reading the experiences, and hearing about people's mm-hmm. experiences. It seems to me that, and obviously, I'm not even close to the first person to posit this but like it it seems to me like the phenomena whatever it is seems to be a at least somewhat a reflection of the state of mind of the person experiencing Mm it right there's Mm -hmm. some interconnectivity there between the experiencer and the phenomena Mm -hmm. so i don't think it's any um coincidence that those people who do take this like very seriously and it's it has to be this it has to be that are the people who are reporting really negative experiences you know what i mean yeah like yeah. those people who are out there not having fun at all yeah of course when they have a bigfoot run in they're scared shitless during the whole thing you know what i mean because i don't know i don't know. it just no it doesn't I, seem I, like yeah. a coincidence to me right and 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 you know maybe it is maybe it is like psychically connected and um and maybe it maybe this thing chooses to appear in front of people because of something um but you know there's i I was thinking because i'm like a huge i'm a huge biology uh like specifically like evolutionary biology is just um i'm a horrible nerd about it um yeah and um yeah i was thinking about like some like cryptids that just like defied that and i and uh, because dog man like i thought of dog man i was like i was like how is this beneficial for it to like run on be bipedal instead of like running on all fours i feel like yeah there's just something disturbing when when there is a critter that just like defies all defies nature like that yeah there's something yeah. i know dogmen are just scary to begin with but that in itself is like i Terrifying. don't know like it just it yeah it like <laughs> yeah. it defied the laws of nature it defied like it's biological i, I don't know there's Imperative. just something it's wild yeah yeah it's yeah. yeah i i totally understand and you know what? This is the first time I've discussed Dogman with with anyone since seeing it. But apparently, from now on, anytime someone says Dogman, I'm gonna see Jonathan Dodds's Dachshund Dogman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That was really good. Oh, Man. I loved it. He's just, he just, he just, he's such a brilliant-minded Dude. person. Like, he cranks he's just, out like, magic he just, like no he, other. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we were but, we were we were very happy to have him. Like, we wouldn't want to have had anyone else do the White Monsters of Sherman, New York book 
Yeah. Um, Perfect segue. You guys just released a fucking book, dude. How, yeah. how does that feel? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like, I when we were all talking about it, we were like, okay, so, like, we of course we wanted a bit nicer. Um, but you remember, like, I was like, I, I want to release something that, say, like, the old-time paranormal investigators would release, like, a, a booklet with, like, investigative photos and, you know, drawings and just, like, interview and, like... Yeah, it's like a case and, record. And, yeah, I wanted yeah. to do that. It turned out much, much nicer than that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, it, it... We're... I think we've we've sold, oh gosh, a little over six hundred books now. Dude, that's awesome! Yeah, congratulations! Yeah, yeah, we're um, really excited about it. Uh, did you guys self-publish? No. 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 Who published? Who'd you publish with? A- Amazon. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. But they did an amazing job. Um, yeah. Like the the uh the cover to it i love the feel of the cover it's like really thick paper that has yeah. like a it's it's very nice um yeah like i know everyone has a complicated relationship with amazon because sure. you know everyone does yeah but i love it i hate it like yeah. all of us love it and hate it yep um but they just they did such a good job um and then todd purse formatted it all yep brilliant brilliant todd we we couldn't have done it without him um he's a genius dude he he is he's he's super groovy i'm i'm actually hopping on his show tomorrow nice creative weirdos yeah that's yeah i'm i'm hyped for that for that yeah Yeah. um, talk about someone who has like a genuinely positive outlook on the paranormal he's like the prime example He's, mm-hmm. everything for him is about creativity and the muse and like it's all about art and fun and man cool I yeah I'm you really guys stoked. together talking is gonna be awesome yeah I'm really stoked yeah. on it um but yeah the 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 that book that story was an influence on me as like you know, my later teen years figuring, like, reading The Complete Guide to Mysterious Beings by yeah. John Keel, that, um, I remember hitting that chapter, um, and, um, yeah, and seeing that, uh, an anonymous child in the 60s wrote to John Keel and was like, you know, um, you know, told him about him and his family, um, and some other folks in the community were seeing these, what looked like giant ground sloths. Yeah. White fur, a uh, long six foot tail. Um, and it totally just like, because I got into this at a very young, very young age, I would go over to my grandma Joyce's. And well, my mom was always like huge Bigfoot. She she loves Bigfoot, uh, so mm-hmm. I have to credit her all my weirdness. Sure. Um, 
but I would go over to my grandma's and print up like cryptid like cases. I would print them out and then go to school and hand them out and try and make friends that way. Yeah. And, <laughs> um, and That's awesome. uh, yeah, and, and, and you know, didn't really work. It worked. Co- There's a couple of weirdos yeah. that like definitely latched onto me. That's how you really um, find your tribe, right? Just, right. Like, put your weirdest shit out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, and uh, yeah. So that that case, just figuring out that there's there's weird stuff right in my backyard because it was the just the town over. Yeah. Um, and that just kind of uh, it's. Once I got into that, there was other weird Western New York stuff that popped up. Mm-hmm. Stories, stories of giants and phantom black cats and orbs and um, Bigfoot. Lots of Bigfoot, USOs, oh, yeah. lake hags. Like it all mm-hmm. just started. I just got deeper and deeper and deeper into yeah. it. Uh, That's what I love and, about this shit. Because the deeper you get, the deeper it gets. You know oh yeah, I mean? like oh, yeah. You just, it just keeps oh, yeah. going and going. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh. But yeah, we're super proud of the book, and um, and you know Jonathan Dodd and John Goodwill, um, one of the eye, the the main eyewitness. Uh, you know, basically what John has in the book is like john is john goodwill's like vision like so what john has put in the book that's that's those awesome. pictures are actually what they look like yeah um and so it was cool. it was it was cool it was such it was such a trip mm-hmm. finding him it yeah. it took a while and and it took a lot of awkward conversations with strangers and yeah um yeah we we so we decided that we just wanted to um, try and find this person just to talk with them, and yeah. Um, and so we went through forums and Facebook groups and um, and phone books and just walking through the town and asking people. Um, and someone contacted us. And one person and was just like that is my father and he's been telling me this story since I was a kid oh wow and and so he gave us his father's email told his dad that hey these guys are looking um, looking for you and they want to talk to you about um, your giant sloths yeah. um, and it was I, I was just a little starstruck meeting him because I just it, it, I don't know if he know, knew how like important his story uh, was to me and, yeah. and to, to, just to all of us uh, we we um, such a cool guy and w- w- when we met him he brought his entire family and I think you know, mostly his family was there to be like, just to make sure that we were like cool and not trying to like you weirdos. Yeah, trying to mess with them or because they yeah. knew who we 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 were, right? We told them that hey, we're Moth Boys. We do a comedy podcast. Um, we 
your story is important to us. We would never ridicule it in any way. Um, and, you know, he entrusted his story uh, to us, his full story. Um, and it was just, it was so awesome meeting his entire family and hanging out with him. And, um, yeah. Uh, and it yeah, was that's just amazing. It, it was it was incredible like us like the moth boys did investigative work that's like yeah. dumb or whatever yeah, I, I don't know I, it's I, not I mean it's just it's weird it's weird that like I don't know like I can tell that this story is important to you because you I think the last time you were on the show was like January of last year mm-hmm. right and you were you were talking about it then mm-hmm. that was yeah, like had- you had already started like kind of getting into it yep that we, was like we, almost a year and a half ago. Yep, we uh, we did like this little investigation, um, and uh, this was oh gosh, yeah, it was, it was snowing, I believe. Yeah, but we 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 found little hints in the the letters and some some other places where it was like. He, you know, uh, you know, he had talked about a swamp, um, and, um, and there's one swamp in Sherman, but it's massive. Yeah. Massive. So we actually got pretty close to the area where they were seen, but it wasn't, it wasn't exactly we tried but yeah yeah the the sherman is is such a cool little town it's um um it's just a short little strip lots of beautiful rolling hills and farmland and plenty of space where these things could live um yeah there's actually um so in chautauqua gorge there's a supposed lost cave system that um um, that my partner Kate and I are kind of exploring right now, trying to find this lost cave system. That's awesome. Um, now you're speaking yeah. my language. I yeah. love a good so, cave. Yeah, there's, there's, um, so John, when we, after we got done interviewing him, he's like, I heard of, um, two guys talk about white creatures that were seen while they were spelunking in a cave. Um, in Chautauqua Gorge. Yeah. And I didn't know of any I I spent I spent my my life as a kid hanging down there and I don't I don't remember. I haven't expl- it's huge, right? Yeah. But I haven't heard of it and I asked around and then I and then I contacted a local historian and they said that um that the like French uh, explorers uh, would hide like treasures, probably like fur and goods and stuff like that, in these cave systems in Chautauqua yeah. Gorge. And so I am right now dedicated to finding this lost cave system. Yeah. Um, and it's just funny that two different people, separate times, talked about it in two different ways. Uh, mentioned a cave system in Chautauqua Gorge. Yeah, that's that's what man. I love if, it. as I, if you couldn't make caves cooler. 
That, it's like it's, it's like Goonie cave. shit. Yeah, it's, I'm like all about it. That's um, awesome. Well, I'm super excited to see to read the book, dude. Yeah, I I ordered. I had it overnighted yesterday in hopes mm-hmm. that it would be here in time for the interview, and it did not arrive. Mm. So, <laughs> I know um, Ryan ordered his copy today as well. So cool. Yeah, yeah the, the, so excited to read it. It's. Uh, I hope you like it. It seems like a lot of folks are are digging on it, which is cool. And um, you know, this probably won't be the the last book that you see Moth Boys good uh, release. That's awesome. That's yeah. That's what I like to hear. So, like, I mean, did you reach a not for, not to like give any spoilers or anything with mm-hmm. the book, but did you reach a personally did you do you feel like you reached a conclusion on the case yeah yeah Yeah. uh i mean i i i i never doubted it from the beginning and john john just spoke so genuinely of this and um didn't besides family didn't tell a lot of people outside of it and again he wrote he wrote the letter as an anonymous boy, and it was something I remember when reading that initially. At the end of the note, it said, "You know, you know, I'm I'm 15 years old. You know, please believe me. Like, you know, I, yeah. I'm, you know." And, and there's something that just because a lot of i think a lot of adults would dismiss a child if they ever brought an experience like that to them and they and they did initially um yeah. um the that just i always believed that because he it was like a it, it just sounded so, so desperate like like yeah like please believe me like no one no one believes me but this is what's happening and yeah um and uh yeah the first time the first time that you know he told the story like he got very emotional and we got very emotional and it was just it was very it was very nice um and it was just it was cool there's there's um yeah i think i think you know and i'm i'm not sure if these things exist anymore they they very well could but i have no doubt in my mind that um jonathan his entire family and some members of the town of sherman um they knew what they were seeing and that it was real that's that's remarkable Man, I love finding those people that are just, you can just tell by the, you know, just their choice of words, the inflection, like just seeing them, you know, that, that they're telling their truth. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, you know, there was, um, at one, at one point when he was talking to us, he, he mentioned that, you know. You know, he was just thanking us, and he's he he just said that uh, he thought that he was going to take this story to his grave with him, and uh, yeah, it was just it, it, just one of the most genuine people, and and I I think 
that really struck something in me, and I, I, I yeah, I, I, he, he, um, him and his family experienced something absolutely incredible, um, and like running, running circuits, you can always pick up on, on, yeah. on, on, on things, right? You, you run the circuit for a while, and you, you, you. You know, it's never, it's never my, or really anyone's, um, place to say that your experience didn't happen. Sure. You know, because I'm, I, I was, I, I wasn't there. Like, you know, it, it's, and it's, it's also like, you know, in some cases say someone sees a bigfoot and is trying to tell their story you know it maybe that was traumatic and maybe maybe whether that did or did not happen that 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 bigfoot that they saw um still telling them that their experience is wrong is probably not great right telling another person that their trauma isn't valid you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like that's it's pretty fucked up yeah it's I mean, that's like, to me, people that do that is the same as people that go on, like, trip report sites and comment explanations of the physiology that's happening. You know, like, yeah. someone's talking about some some life-changing experience they had on, you know, ayahuasca or LSD or something, and something that has improved their life in ways they can't even begin to explain, you know? Mm-hmm. These overwhelmingly positive experiences that people have. And to go in there and be like, well, none of that's real. Yeah. Well, yes, the fuck you know, it is. You right. know what I mean? Like, it's the proof is in the pudding. Right. You know? And, 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 it's, uh, no one wants to be a well actually person. Exactly. Well, actually, those are the most annoying motherfuckers in the world, man. That's yeah. wild. Yep. I don't understand how a human could be, could choose to be a well actually person. Yeah. I mean, those people should get used to patting themselves on the back because no one's going to do it for them. Yeah, the the, the thing is, is like, it's kind of like how it's like a, it's just like a circle jerk. You know what I mean? There's like just some crowds that just want to like be right. And like, and and it's like that with a lot of, with a, with a lot of stuff. It's just, it's, um, people claiming that they know better and mm-hmm. you are wrong yeah um yeah and there's a lot of that there's a lot of that stuff just you know it's it's yeah. it's, it's that's going around and not just in the cryptid community it's people that actually don't care about genuine you know change they just yeah. want to be right yep yeah it's a problem mm-hmm. at the same time it's weird you know because those people also, those like diehard skeptics. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because they have just as many blind spots as, you know, your true believer. Right. Right. They, they both have, have just as many blind spots. And I think they, those little communities of skeptics, I think they deal with getting just as much shit as the people who are out there talking about like interdimensional Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think like a while back, Astonishing Legends 
which mm-hmm. you know one of the best paranormal podcasts ever made ever, hands yeah. down right yeah um they did a series on missing 411 on the the whole phenomenon mm-hmm. and of course they dug into it like no one else digs into anything right and they spend probably 25 minutes going down the rabbit hole of <clears throat> this guerrilla skeptic group that what they do is they they moderate wikipedia pages so they go in and they they edit wikipedia pages by removing or tagging like as- adding asterisks to anything that could be labeled misinformation or unconfirmed or anything like that, right? And they just have this, like, running list of Wikipedia pages that need their attention, and they go in, and that's all they do. That's exhausting. Right. And they, um... Um, Forrest Burgess was talking about a a video of the woman who runs this guerrilla skeptic group talking at a conference, and she's talking about how, like how she can't talk about what she does at like the water cooler at work because she gets like dirty looks from people right mm-hmm. like which reminded me of someone who loves the things we love you know what i mean mm-hmm. like it's just mm-hmm. odd how both sides of the spectrum deal with the same the same sort of like worries of being excluded or being shunned you know what i mean well, yeah, you know, and and in in reality, we're we're all weirdos in the same boat. Yep. You know yep. what I mean? Like we're we're it, there's already so much in communities and parties and what have you. There's so much self cannibalizing that, yes. like, it. it just because I'm not on the same sentence as you doesn't mean we're on this doesn't mean we're not on the same page yeah. you know what I mean it's just yeah. we're, we're uh, yeah and it's like yeah. that with so many areas of life yeah where political it's just groups like, y- yeah, like, you, yeah you're the you're the enemy you're the enemy if you don't agree with me on exactly everything you're yes. you're what's wrong with this and it's just like Man, human people just don't. I don't know if people realize how complex humans are, and yeah. that you know they can still be on your side and not agree with everything you have to say. Yeah, it's. I mean, that's a huge problem right now, right? When people talk about how like a divided America is right now, mm-hmm. that's exactly what they're talking about. Yep, because there are divisions even within the divisions. You know, yeah. constantly. Yeah. You know, like the left. The left is yes. completely self. It's fractured. They, 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 they they're fractured. Yeah. And it's just ex- exhausting. Yeah. And and, and 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 yeah. Again, I could can, I could yeah. go I could go I, I could go uh, all, all all day on that. And it's just yeah. like no, we're all in the we're all in the same boat. You know what I mean? Let's not yeah. Let's not. The world is already full of division. This is yep. this. Let's. But you know what? It's just. I guess, you know, with something as 
not serious as Bigfoot yeah. being interdimensional or flesh and blood or both or whatever. Mm-hmm. There, there's so much in this world that is yeah. messed up that we need to <laughs> Address. make sure that yeah. that gets better first before we deal with yep. the time traveling Bigfoot. You know, right. <laughs> exactly. And we can that we can come so to that low. issue yeah. later. Yeah. Right, right now we're dealing with a lot. We're dealing yeah. with transphobia and homophobia and racism yep. and homelessness and women, homelessness and 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 women not having like full bodily autonomy and yeah. like there's a lot more that we yeah. could be putting all this energy in on so how about you just like agree to disagree and then keep big footing or squatching and do whatever you're gonna do just like yeah yeah you know? like Let's maybe solve some of the gigantic list of social issues we have going mm-hmm. on, and then we'll deal with like, then we'll deal Who's with who's right on not. the yeah. on the Bigfoot. Yeah, you know, um, Ugh. one of those groups that just exhausts me is yeah. is the entire ufology community. Mm. Dude, mm-hmm. they spend all day arguing with each other. And they All should day, be the weirdest day. ones, you know yeah. what I mean? Like they're they're dealing with things that are like, be like they come they could come from like any other galaxy where you know anything could happen, right? Yeah. The UFO community, uh, uh, like, I love it just like I do love the Bigfoot community. Yeah. Um, and. There's so much like since I'm such a huge like sci- I love sci-fi yeah and so instantly I love aliens and UFOs or UAPs or you know yeah um I love all of that and 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 there's really no right and wrong because this could these are these are things that defy our logic already so like. What's there to be divided on? Like, it could be anything. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, with Bigfoot, at least, it could be, like, people... You could be like, oh, it's just another ape, or it's not another ape. But, like, aliens, it's just, like, all fucking hats are in the air, and no one knows what's going on. Yeah. Um, And just like you were saying earlier about Bigfoot experts, there are so many people who claim to be experts in UFOs. mm -hmm. And it's like, no, you're not. You're not. No yeah. one knows what the fuck it is. No one. There needs to. I think what needs to happen is there needs to be dedicated folks in the field. But I feel like celebrities are like are a fucking no go. Like yeah. honestly, I feel that way with even the sciences, and I feel that way with like like you 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 hear about like. Um, Ion here, CLE, and like Richard Dawkins, or or or, or uh, you know, um, or uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, sure. and and it's just like those guys have become these like rock stars of their communities, yeah. And and I'm just like, yeah, but I don't think that's just like, I don't think that's a great thing because. Then they do tours and they charge two hundred bucks a ticket, and then yep. it makes like, it makes it almost like, 
classist and yeah. like it's just like it, there's and it's the same way with with cryptozoology and ufology and the paranormal there shouldn't be these like expert celebrities right sure. it's like has their opinion it's like you know with I'm sure he's a lovely human Dr. Jeff Meldrum everyone yeah. wants to get up on him because he's got a degree and yeah. he's a he's a he's he's he he you know and I get it because like you finally have someone with a background what what is what is his PhD in do you know I don't I don't is it anthropology okay. yeah I think it's an anthropologist yeah. but uh and someone I don't know but it, it's just it's just there shouldn't be these celebrities that everyone looks to and is like their word is like yeah. a golden it's gospel. rule yeah it's gospel yeah. I don't think that's true because I think everyone on something with the paranormal with you know ufology and the paranormal everyone's on the same playing field we're just kind of yeah. grasping at things that's no one no one knows yeah i think that's right and i think like looking at it as like a psychosocial phenomena i -hmm. think um i think these situations these experiences are i consider them like a reflection of the person a reflection of the cultural context that Mm -hmm. it's being seen in you know and i don't know that i don't know that um you know jeff meldrum or anyone else for that matter, not to single him out, but he is kind of like you said, he's like the guy. Right? He's like the Bigfoot um, guy. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think someone like that can be an expert in a very personal experience that someone in, you know, in West Virginia has with, you know, a creature in the forest. Right. Um, it's also, I think this like elevating, especially like you were talking about with, um, you know Richard Dawkins and mm-hmm. and uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, people like that. I think elevating them to the status of celebrity, I think, is dangerous because it it really gives them the opportunity to start swaying with public opinion. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, what I mean? and I think someone who represents the sciences should not be swayed by anything but evidence. Yep, absolutely. You know. Yeah, and and also, I uh, you know. Those those dudes, they do have an air about them. They are quite pompous. They yeah, um, they do. And and like I get it, like you're right about a lot of stuff. But again, sure. community like it's all about how you talk to another person is how receptive they are going to be. Yeah. So like, if you come at someone saying that they're wrong about this or that, and again, this can apply to the 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 paranormal community yeah if you come at someone saying you're wrong about this you don't know what you're talking about people aren't going to be receptive to what you have to say next yeah it's all it's 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 all that's just human nature like um but again there's just this desperate dash there's this Mm -hmm. desperate just like people are just trying to I think I think uh, there's a lot of folks that are trying to be right, and and yeah. but 
the what I did find, uh, you know, the 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 cryptid community specifically is like, it is so cool. Like, yeah, it is. I don't know. It's just filled with a lot of really cool fucking people, like the real weirdos. You know yes. what I mean? Like, like yep. I love. Uh, I've never felt more a part of a community than. Um, yeah, I mean, out of out of any scene that I've been a part of, the cryptid yep. scene is just like so accepting and loving. Um, yeah, and it is very different than the Bigfoot and you know ufo community it is Um, i think um i think there's it's the only community i've ever been a part of where people really do accept people across the board Mm -hmm. i mean there are people who there are people who believe cryptids are flesh and blood Mm -hmm. and there are people who are who who are openly in this 100 percent for the folklore Mm -hmm. right and and they can be best friends. Yeah. And sit at a table together and yeah. have a beer or whatever yeah. and you know and chat about how cool these, you know, these monsters and entities are and and it's yeah. cool. It's fine. Yeah. No one's made fun of, no one's shunned because they don't believe or they do believe or it's we're just all here cuz we like weird shit. Yep. And and you, you can know. most definitely not like someone in a field, but like sure. you're all de- like you're all there on the uh, for the for the same reason, like yeah, the the cryptid community just feels different than any other community. Honestly, yeah, it really um, does. And you see, you see, going to festivals and um, yeah, and, and and just conferences, stuff like that. You just see, you see the diversity in the cryptid community. Yeah. Uh, you, it's hard to see that diversity in the Bigfoot and the UFO community. Sure, honestly, but which is funny. Some people should. might be confused because you know Bigfoot obviously falls into cryptids, but there is cryptids, a huge yeah. difference between oh, yeah. people who are into cryptids and people who are exclusively into Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Like those people are hardline into Bigfoot, and that is it. Yep. Like flesh and blood out there yes yep yep and that's how they you know that's that's it's a totally different community yeah yeah and sometimes they cross over there there Mm -hmm. is some crossover Mm -hmm. guys like jeremiah from uh bigfoot society he is above all into bigfoot like that is that is that's That's his primary focus but he loves he loves all the other shit too and Mm -hmm. he crosses over perfectly like Mm. he he gets along with all of us you know what i mean so, hats off to him for being able to handle all those Bigfoot guys, honestly. Because, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I could hang over there. <laughs> I have I have hung over there. Yeah? Um, yeah, I just went to, uh, just to hang out to the uh, Ohio Bigfoot Conference. It was, a, it was a whole lot of fun. There are a lot of just, just got... straight weirdos that hang out there, though, right? That oh, go to that oh, show. Man. It's in Ohio, man. Yeah, like, exactly. Right? It's weird. It's weird. It's a weird place. Um, yeah, I'm right next door. Ohio is very weird. Yeah, it's, it's a strange weird. place. And, people and, like to but... say, like a lot of people from here in, in Indiana. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people like to say Ohio is just it's just like Indiana because you have to drive a solid three four hours into Ohio before it starts to look any different. Right. Yep. 
It's flatland. Flatland. Until yeah. you get to Eastern farmland. Ohio, it's it's farmland. Yeah. Um, but those of us like myself who are into all this weird shit understand that oh, there is a huge difference between Indiana mm-hmm. and Ohio. Ohio is so packed with folklore about mm-hmm. bizarre happenings. I, I get so envious because I'm like an hour yeah. from the border. Yeah, Ohio's weird. Yeah, my wife and I have talked stuff. so many times. Like, let's just go over the line. Let's. It's like, <laughs> like we'll just go right over. We'll move right over the line. Like, almost like a you know like some magical ritual, right? Like if we yeah. just like cross <laughs> this line on a piece of paper, then we'll you know we'll be more subjected to to the other, right? Right. Um, but well, there's something that, about Ohio, man. Is it's. Especially in like the Midwest, because Ohio is mm-hmm. like I, I I would consider Ohio like the eastern border of the Midwest, right? Yeah. Um, out of all of all of our midwestern states, Ohio seems to be like the reigning champion, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The uh, well, and it's also uh, a part of Appalachia too. Yeah. Yep. That's a big and, part of it. And and I think I think that Appalachia there's just it's it's a it's a window area yeah I definitely think there's something there's some sort of energy to Mm. Appalachia that either draws or creates these things yeah I think as like as like a folklore guy I think having that Scotch-Irish settlement in Appalachia yep really I think that's the key to how weird Mm -hmm. Appalachia is because whether you think that these people like you know brought these beliefs over the ocean with them and they just sort of like planted seeds mm-hmm. of bizarreness you know what i mean right um that just grew and flourished over the generations there's there's also all the hardship mm-hmm. in appalachia i think has a huge has a huge hand in yep. in how weird and how like alive their folklore is to this day you know, yeah. a lot of in a lot of places where people where people really like grew and flourished, and they the industrial revolution hit, and you know, and giant sprawling cities popped up, and you know, a lot of the folklore of the founding people just sort of went by the wayside. Mm-hmm. We're just industrious, and that's it. That's what we are, right? But in Appalachia, it. Man, they basically not to minimize their, you know, situation, but they they had coal mines. Mm-hmm. That was pretty much the beginning and end of their involvement in the industrial revolution. Right? Mm-hmm. Like right. that was how many like Appalachian towns lived and died on on their nearest coal mine, you know? Right. Um and right. that's there's something spooky about them to begin with. Coal mines, like imagine every piece of food that you put in your family's mouth comes from you diving deeper into the earth. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh. Like, there's something magical about that, dude. There's um, there's like the I love the like subterranean. I don't know like energies and entities and critters uh-huh. are just so cool to me. Yeah. Um it well when you're in Appalachia, you can feel how ancient yes. it is. You can 
feel it in the forest yeah. how ancient this stuff is and like and instantly you're just like this these things could exist here like why yeah. couldn't these things ex- like it, it just it's something so cool because like also um like Appalachia is a huge it expands to a huge amount of area. I even think that mm-hmm. it, it like during when all the the land pieces were connected it like runs into like uh Africa, it runs into yep. a couple of other different places. Yeah, dude. The 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 mountains are older than the rings of fucking Saturn. Like yeah. this this is it. Like yeah. this this is where that stuff could exist. Yeah, it's, it's so primeval. ancient. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, the Appalachian Mountains were, they were originally connected to the Atlas Mountains in Africa. They were part mm-hmm. of the same range as the Northern Highlands in mm-hmm. Ireland. Like, yep. the um, the East Greenland Islands, or the East Greenland Mountains, they were all, they were all the um, Eastern Pangean Mountains when it was Pangea. Like, mm-hmm. and then they break apart, and somehow... There's all this overlap with the folklore from every one of those mountain ranges. There, which makes you think, wh- yeah. why you is know? this based on things that predate continental drift? Which is right. fucking crazy. <laughs> that's dude. wild. That's, yeah, yeah. That's one of my favorite. One of my favorite theories, man. But mm. you're right. When you're in spots like that, you can feel like, man, if there's anywhere that the old gods could exist, it's right, right. here. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And and uh, you know, old gods of Appalachia. Yes. If you haven't listened to it, if you're <laughs> into like horror, yep. it's a great horror anthology. Mm-hmm. Um, the very first season is my absolute favorite, where they yeah. like dug into the mountain and release this like fucking evil curse yeah, spirits, ancient evil. Uh, yeah, I, that's just so cool to me. It's like. It it reminds me of like something that Lovecraft would write and like Yep. Before anyone gets at me, I'm not here to dis like Lovecraft was a huge piece of shit. Of course. One of, he's just an awful human being. One yeah. of the worst human well, he's just an awful human being. But he wrote some of the most influential literature ever. to yeah. ever. Absolutely just an awful human but uh yeah, yeah. but yeah that that it just reminds me they're the way they write mm-hmm. uh it just reminds me of so many different like hp lovecraft stories yeah but taking place in appalachia which yeah. is adds this extra layer of coolness to it agreed it's it's one of the best podcasts being made today it's mm-hmm. absolutely at the it's top very of the impressive also, Appalachia has produced some of the best music ever written. Oh yeah, you know oh, what I mean. Appalachian like, culture is just so cool, it, man. Yeah, it's I awesome. mean, like you know, like taking it was like huge Scottish Irish immigration, and they came over with their kind of uh, more natural kind of like spirit forest stuff yep. right Folk and then they came and, over here yeah. and kind of mixed it with catholicism and the catholics were all like hey 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 you're like blasphemous doing this shit yeah. combining the 
and instead so, learn like, these magical rituals. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so they're just they just went up into the mountains and like had there's this these little settlements everywhere of these mm-hmm. really strange people creating really cool things. Um, yep. And and honestly, like uh, you know, we've we've got um yeah a- a- Appalachian music is just incredible yeah dude it's the best it's it's absolutely the best um <clears throat> I mean a perfect modern example is Tyler Childers right like oh yeah get into that <laughs> like he he his his stuff is is great we've got we've yeah. got some really good uh um we got some really good Appalachian musicians uh, coming to to Cryptid Bash. Nice. Um, um, and you know, I do think that you should check these folks out. Uh, Jeremiah Hatfield. Oh yeah. He's our boy, he's so Jay good. Hatfield. He's Dude. he's he writes awesome music. He's honestly, uh, at- honestly, Jay Hatfield. Before you move on, he's yeah. one of my favorite guitar players. Oh, isn't he great? ever? There, yeah. there's something. He's got that like his guitar speaks yeah you know what i mean like you can feel him through the notes like man yeah i'm a big fan i forgot the name of the song but he wrote a a murder ballad that i think you would really like like i love a murder um, ballad (laughs) um but yeah we've got uh ebony nicole rebecca porter uh captain cat beach um and uh, Brittany McGuire, and they're all going to be performing at Cryptid Bash. Nice. Um, but it, it, it is. It's just rich with music. Yeah. Um, and, uh, um, yeah, I think I think that's why West, just like Appalachia in general, which the part of New York that I'm in is considered Appalachia. No, it, it, it there's like such a strong sense of like Appalachian pride in places like West Virginia and Kentucky. Oh yeah. Um but not in too many other places. Ohio, but yeah. like not as not It not starts to as peter off at about there. Right. Yeah. Um but I'm I'm living that western New York Appalachian life and <laughs> yeah. uh yeah, there, it's just it's it's weird around here. It's just it, it's it can't be. There's something to it. There's something that's making these areas weird. Yeah, right? yeah. I have, yeah. I have to it, agree it, with it's, that. It, it, it's it's cool. Like, um, but yeah. When is the next scripted back? August nineteenth, and it's at the. Uh, at Free Folk Brewery, their new location in Heiko, West Virginia. Okay. Um, which I'm going to make a whole week out of it because uh, New River Gorge is like five minutes from the place that will be uh, holding the event. Yeah. Um, and, um, yeah, it's from noon till seven. And then at eight, we're doing an after party and we've got... Uh, um, a couple of bands playing because um, we want to give like the vendors will <sighs> the vendors always seem to love like hanging out throughout the day 
but this also gives them the chance to tear down and actually like socialize socialize and yeah. like enjoy music and enjoy food and do whatever i like that. um so we're doing a, an after party and and the the uh the after party has um uh seven planets and beach creeper uh beach creepers from baltimore they're a surf rock band a cryptid themed surf rock band nice and uh seven planets are um they're like really funky stoner like rock metal that's cool yeah they're groovy as hell but yeah it's gonna be a good time vendors and and uh music and we'll be doing a bunch of different events and or a bunch of different activities it's going to be it's going to be a great time yeah it sounds awesome people have loved it in the past yeah so there's last year we had um a little over a thousand people and that's wild this year this this year hopefully we get it we get it bigger we just we we outgrew our space in Morgantown very uh, quickly. Yeah, um, I know so, we were t- we you and I talked last year about how that was probably going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's I'm proud of you guys, dude. It's it's amazing when when we first you. like when we first came on the scene, you guys were pretty much just a podcast. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. And mm-hmm. now like books and festivals, and, <laughs> dude, know. you guys are growing like crazy. It's so awesome yeah. to see. Yeah. Yeah, and and, really and it's the, the the same with you. Like you guys, from when you first began to now, it's like such a huge difference. Thank you. Um, and just content and material, and just you you, I'm wicked proud of you guys. It's Thank it's you. cool to see y'all grow into what you are now. Yeah, I really appreciate that. Dude, this has been awesome. Thank you so mm-hmm. much for doing this. Yeah, of course. It's uh, any any time, any time. Yeah, you're great. Absolutely, you're always welcome. Um, I know we kind of just went through a lot of it, but before mm-hmm. before I let you go, let the audience know where to follow you, where to mm-hmm. where to find you, um, and anything awesome you have coming up that you want them to check out. All right. Well, uh, a, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook, um, and uh, listen to us anywhere where you listen to podcasts. We're not on YouTube. Um, but we're on everywhere else. Uh, we've got Cryptid Bash, which is a, a the, an annual event that Moth Boys uh, host. Um, it's going to be again at Free Folk Brewery and uh, uh, their new location in Heiko. And um, our next event you can catch us at is Monster Fest in June, and I believe that's June seventh. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yes. I think seventh. Uh, it's either it's either um, it's either the premieres on the sixth and the events on the seventh, or the mm-hmm. seventh and the eighth. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. I can't either. But but it's 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 yeah. in the beginning of June, first week of June. Future Jordan here. Uh, Monster Fest will be June third, twenty twenty three, hosted at the Double Tree in downtown Canton, Ohio. On June 2nd, the night before, they are premiering a new movie called On the Trail of Bigfoot, Land of the Missing. 
And that will be at the Canton Palace Theater. Um, it's a small town monsters event. Um, and then, um, yeah. So that's 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 where you can find us at. Cool. Um, make sure to pick up a copy of the White Monsters of Sherman, New York, on Amazon. It's also in exclusive bookstores and shops. So, Excellent. but yeah, pick one up. Um, and links for everything you just mentioned will be in the show notes. So, if you want to check out what the Moth Boys are up to, definitely just go in the show notes, and you'll have everything there. This has been great. I always love having you on. Cool, man. I, I enjoy coming on. Thank you, thank you, thank you. From the bottom of our weird, possibly alien, maybe ghostly, probably cryptid hearts for listening. We absolutely love having the chance to discuss all these wild creatures and events every week. And it's your continued attention that allows us to carry on. We want to get to know each and every one of you. So please come and check us out on all the socials at campfire.tales.podcast on Instagram and Facebook, at campfire.totsau on Twitter, and you can also visit our website at campfirepodcastnetwork.com. If you love the show, please rate and review it. It's what truly helps us continue bringing your weekly dose of the strange and unsettling. And a special thanks to Greg Martin at Reverent Music on Instagram for his contributions to the beautiful music that you hear every week under the debrief. You can find more of his tunes at ReverbNation.com slash Reverent. It's fantastic, fantastic stuff. Go give that a listen. And that's it. Until next time, I'm Ryan. I'm Jordan. And remember, campers, stay weird and trust in the unknown. unknown.